All right, I already recorded this once and it was really crappy. So let's do this. Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Shit, the family-friendly, wait, no, it's the fuck not, all-inclusive, get the fuck out podcast. And today, well, today I want to take an episode to myself. And for this episode, there's going to be no walls barred, no stop signs. I'm going to go deep and tell you all about a very special experience I had over three days. But before I do, I'd like to bring attention to the fact that today's episode is a little scripted and definitely structured. Normally, this podcast is unscripted and I have a guest with me and all that good stuff. Uh, Episodes like this specifically won't be super common. I'd actually like to do more self-hosted episodes. Um... And I'd encourage anybody listening to uh, send me a tweet or uh, message my page on Facebook and uh, or send me an email. Uh, my Facebook is just William Harvale. Uh, message my page, not my personal. There's also my Twitter, which is William HRVL. And then if you want to send me a very specific question or tell me about a story and want to get my opinion on it, um, my email that I'm going to be using for this is uh, williamharvaleofficial at gmail.com. Or if you have the Anchor app, you can send me in a voice message. And I'll be able to put it right into the podcast. Anyway, so let me tell you all a story of when I had sex with one of my best friends when I wasn't supposed to. I met my favorite musician, Nate Wants to Battle, and I got stranded in Seattle for an entire night. So this was back in August of 2018, not too long ago, about a year and a couple months, maybe a year and a fourth. Uh, Now I'm going to go into some backstory about this uh, friend of mine. We'll call her Ari, for simplicity's sake. Um... Ari and me have known each other since, I want to say, middle school. Uh, So, you know, roughly, since I'm about 22 years old almost, uh, it's, we've known each other roughly nine, ten years-ish, somewhere around there. I think it's been, like, almost nine or right around nine. But, uh, we've known each other a long time. And uh, back in middle school, we did date. We dated um, from 8th grade to ninth grade, I believe. And, uh, you know, that was good. She was, uh, I think she still holds the record. Or no, she doesn't hold the record. One, Yeah, she holds the record. She's the person I've dated the longest so far. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, but, you know, we, we broke up freshman year and... As time, you know, happens, we both evolved as people and, you know, we've had this experience here and that experience there and we, we've definitely learned about each other sexually. There, there are definitely some oddities between us. Uh, we had some sexual run-ins with each other, freshman, sophomore year, a little bit in senior here or there. Um, but nothing over, overly like, you know, direct. It was always just, you know, 
promiscuous or ideas of things. And uh, she tied me up at one point. I remember that. And, you know, we, we had learned a lot about each other, me and Ari. Um, so that that's like the base of what you guys need to know. Um, but we had uh, gone our separate ways after high school for a little bit. Like, not like super separate ways. We still talked here and there and uh, all that good stuff. But uh, I was taking either a week off or like I got really low hours one week and I was taking a uh, trip at the weekend. Um, during this time period, I, I had texted her and been like, Hey, how have you been? I'm excited. All this kind of stuff. And she was like, Hey, well you could come over and talk. We, I just got a new apartment and all this. So I went over and the goal was to just stay for a few hours and then go home, get some sleep all, all that good stuff, you know, do, do what I need to do to get ready for the overnight bus ride to, uh, Seattle the next day. Uh, that, that is not what happened. Um, we started reminiscing when I got there, you know, just talking about life and this friend and that friend. We, uh, talked about two of her exes, one of which was just her ex of most recent and how things had been and where things were and all that kind of good stuff. And we talked about my job, her job, uh, the apartment that she was in. We made dinner. Uh, we talked about her ex. That was also my, uh, my old bass player and my ex best friend and how horrible and shitty of a person he is. And if you're listening to this now, mister, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, but you know, we, we, we reminisced a while, you know, we talked about friends and getting the group back together, maybe at some point having just a fun, you know, time we made coconut shrimp, some, uh, mint ice cream, all kinds of stuff. Um, and I forget what exactly came about it, but we were talking about, I think we were talking about me having sexual relations with somebody over the summer and uh how that went and how hard it is for me to uh have good sex because of the uh kind of things I'm into and she had been well acquainted like that with that stuff like I I had said once before um this night <laughs> I ended up staying for a lot longer than I intended to because as we talked about that, things kind of ramped up into talking about sex and, you know, what she had been through with her recent ex and how hot that was and me talking about, you know, what I'm into and all this kind of stuff. And she had shown off something about our, um, her abilities. And I was like, hey, I don't know if we should continue talking about this. I don't want to like overstep boundaries or, you know, do something. And she was like, Hey, I don't, I don't care. I'm fine with whatever this turns into. And it was, it was so funny at the time and just so weird because over, you know, the eight, nine years we had known each other, 
you know, we, we had talked this and talked that and this, that, or the other. And friends had said, oh, you guys shouldn't be with each other because you're not compatible and this, that, and the other. So we never thought in a million years we would ever, ever have sex with each other, you know? It was just a thing that we were like, yeah, that's probably never going to happen. It's nice to think about, though. It was on my bucket list as a joke. And uh, it just ended up happening. Uh, you know, we uh, we got into a position on a chair and then we pulled out like a few blankets and on the floor. And it was this crazy experience of a time and we did it i think in two different rounds uh a little bit here and there because we we had the main round and then we kind of calmed down a bit and it wasn't anything like it was special but it wasn't anything like amazing i've still not you know experienced something that put me over the top or so to speak um but, you know, Ari was, like, one of the closest times I'd ever been to uh, having the best sex of my life. And it was it was a beautiful moment. You know, we, we, uh, we laughed and all of this, you know, fun stuff. We had a lot of, you know, good interaction. And she was on our, uh, her blood moon, as I like to call it at the time. And so, you know, when, when we finished the first session, you know, I looked down and, you know, just <laughs> my entire crotch is just stained orange. <laughs> and so we decided to go, we took a shower together and it was super fun. And we learned a lot about each other doing this. Uh, and then we kind of like cuddled and had like somewhat more sex in a way, kind of, it was a weird night. Um, but the main thing is what, what happened afterwards. You know, we, we started just talking about people and sex again. And she, Ari, went into this full-blown panic attack. And it was very worrying because I thought I had done something wrong. And... You know, I didn't want to hurt her and I didn't know how to act. And we both suffer from panic attacks and anxiety and all of this. And it was, it was this real moment because I had been in them. I knew what they were like and how they felt and wh where her head was at the time and how hard it was to do this, that, and the other. But I had never been on the outside of it before um i mean i i like i've been on the outside of minor ones and you know helping people calm their like um anxiety in spurts but i had never like full-blown like worse comes to worse kind of panic attack so i i had no idea what to do and she was uh like trying morse code and ASL and all of these different things to like try and figure something out. You know, eventually we, uh, we got a friend that knew how to handle the situation a lot better on the phone. And that was a, that was a talk in itself. And oh boy, oh boy. Uh, 
but it was it was it was a very very interesting night. Um, and, and we talked about it, you know, like what happened, how did you feel, why did you, what 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 was going on, and you know, she she started venting about a lot of the things that she was still feeling about her ex at the time, and how. It, the trauma that she had between all of these different things. And I started to come out about things that were about me and the trauma that involved them. And it, it was this very surreal, somber, and yet very educational and beautiful moment where we started to learn a lot more about ourselves from a lot of things. And then, you know, four o'clock came around and uh, I left, you know, we had listened to music here and there and all that kind of thing. And it was, it was something that I couldn't stop thinking about until I got on the trip to uh, go see Nate wants to battle. And uh, I'll tell you a little bit about what I learned later on in the episode, but that that for the f- full intenses is part one of this story. So, you know, I go home, I, I, I kind of sit on it. I sleep for a bit. I get up, I eat lunch and then I go to uh, the station at night and I take, or was it, it was early morning. I think it was eight o'clock in the morning. I uh, got on this, this bus. Was it eight? Might've been seven. It was sometime in the morning. Um, and, you know, I brought my travel bag with a couple of things in it, my switch. And I had plans to, uh, after the concert, meet up with a friend, uh, a different friend, who lived out in the area, a few cities out from Seattle. So that way we could hang out all night and just, you know, see each other. Because we didn't get to see each other all that often. And I thought it would be a fun way to, you know, spend time before I had to head back to my hometown. So, you know, I get on this bus ride and I'm playing switch here, taking a nap there. The bus driver's funny. You know, we stop at this uh, uh, deli sandwich shop for lunch on the way there. And man, they they make good sandwiches. I'm not I'm not going to lie. It was was a good experience. Uh, Guy was real cool. Ah, God. Things just kind of worked out. And then I got there. I think I took a taxi up to uh, the Space Needle, which is right where uh, the concert was almost. Uh, Nate was holding it in the Vera Projects, which is a really cool venue. If you ever get the chance to see somebody there, I would definitely do it. I love the atmosphere and the aesthetic that the Vera Project has going on. Uh, Anyway, so the VAP were supposed to be there at 5 o'clock to be let in. Uh, you know, this, that, and the other. And, um, we get, I get there at like 4.30 or like 4.40 or something. And I get to meet my friends, uh, Shay and her group and shout out to Shay. She's a super cool little kid. I guess she's not really a little kid. She's in high school now, but like, she's super cool. I met her at the last time that I'd saw Nate. Uh, her, her and her mom are great. Um, but you know, I met her, we stand in out line and, uh, 
we get a we uh, get a tweet update from Nate as we're standing outside this uh, venue that there's technical difficulties and that the show has to be delayed for a little bit. And it it was the funniest thing because like we're supposed to be let in at five and at like five fifteen, Zach Callis in the opening act walks down in front of the project. Like he's not even there yet. <laughs> They've been doing sound check already and just Zach walks in. It's like, wow, dude. <laughs> Showing up with style. And you know, so like around five thirty-five, we get let in and we get in line to meet Nate for this meet and greet. And oh god, it was it was another like I, I'm gonna say this a lot, but it was just this most surreal moment I had had in a long time getting to see like Nate up close and personal and not above me on a stage. Ah, it was it was so good. Like I I could not for the world uh change that experience you know waiting in line and then when my turn was finally there you know i got to see him you know he was all shy and probably a little stressed because you know a lot of people there and the show was already delayed and stuff and but he was super cool and you know i walked up and i was like it's my dude he was like the dude and i was like yeah you're the dude that inspires me to do everything and you know i got a picture with him and like the thing that surprises me most is, you know, I've seen Nate with like Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, Matt Pat. I've seen him with all these other YouTubers. And like this entire time, I thought, you know, like he's got to be relative in height to like me or he's like five, nine. And no, he's like six fucking two. He is tall as shit. Like I'm, I'm six foot, but like the fact that he's taller than me was just crazy. Like I, ah. I couldn't believe it, but you know, I got, I got my picture. We started buying merch and then, you know, the show was supposed to start at like six thirty-seven. I think it was supposed to start at seven and we get let in at, I think it was seven thirty, and then everybody else was let in at a uh, eight for the full show to start. And, and Zach just rocked it. He had a lot of like spoken poetry songs and awesome music he sang really cool he had this awesome kimono look going on one of the highlights of the night was getting to see him play bangerang by skrillex he did a rock cover of it jumped into the crowd and started just dancing with everybody bouncing around it was something else and then nate came on stage i feel so bad for nate like there were so many technical difficulties he already had to start the show late and everything but like getting to see him up there was great. But uh, the Vera project, like the uh, audio tracks that he was supposed to have in his headphones to be able to like be in time and stuff, because you know music's loud, it's deafening. Uh, they weren't playing, and he tried to get him to play. And the mic he was using had so much feedback to it that it was like drowning out some of his words. And I mean, it was still a great show, regardless. Like, like he he worked around the technical difficulty super well and it sounded great when it sounded great and it sounded great the majority of the time too i don't want to like hark on anything i just felt bad for him like that's gotta suck but he did so good and everything he played was amazing and just paid an exposure with such a good album like i was i was so happy i got to see him and it was just surreal getting to see the man that you know like 
I, I look up to Nate because he he does all, he's done like everything I want to do in one. You know, he he made content, he plays video games, you know, he he acted and now and he's doing music and that that's like the one thing I want to do is music, you know. I I've been writing music for years now. And it's just amazing getting to see somebody, you know, that's not too far off from you, you know, doing what he loves to do. It, it really inspires you to do what you want to do. But, you know, the, the concert ends and I text my friend. And uh, this is this is where part three of the story comes in. I text my friend. And I'm like, hey, concert's done. If you want to, you know, start heading out here, I'm going to walk around for a bit. And I get a text back, you know, like, oh, you meant tonight? I thought you meant tomorrow night. And I was like, no, we, we planned for tonight. And so she, she had to work and I was like, God damn it. And so I had to figure something out and it, I was so pissed, dude. I, I, I could not believe like, I mean, me and her are still friends. Like this didn't ruin our relationship or anything. I was just mad at the time, but Oh my God, I was, oof. But, you know, like after that, it was just a thing, you know, I was like, well, now I got to figure out what I'm doing until the uh, bus station opened because I walked down to the bus station and they closed as I got there. And I didn't know that the station closed. So it was something else. But, uh, you know, I start walking around trying to figure out what to do, you know, if there's a hotel I can stay at or whatever. And it's getting... It's getting late, and I'm like, well, I'm hungry. I've been up for a while. So I go to, I think it was like the 13 coin or the 12 coin, something along those lines, um, just to get food. And I had this chicken Alfredo parm, and it was just, ooh, it was so good. And, you know, they make the food in front of you, and it's a super good restaurant. But, you know, I sat down, started figuring out what I was going to do, and, uh, uh, the, one of the waiters comes up to me and he's like, Hey man, what's going on? You know, I, I told him the situation I was having. And he was like, well, Hey, if you want to go and, you know, sit down in our lounge, take a nap for a while, we'll keep an eye on you, make sure nothing bad happens. And they were, they were just so nice. Like everybody has different experiences with different places. Right. But like, you know, I've heard complaint after complaint about Seattle and just, I have never met more friendly a people than I did that night in Seattle. And it, it just, it changed my opinion on like the whole like way I was living. But, but I'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, so, you know, I, I was like, no, that's okay. I, I can find something. And I asked them where a hotel was. And it turns out there was a hotel right next door. Uh, and so I go over there. And uh, really quick while we're here, um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my friend Jansen. I know I've done this every episode so far. Uh, he's going to be on the podcast soon, hopefully. Um, but he's the one that did the podcast art for uh, for me. Uh, he's a really cool, down-to-earth guy. I love him a lot. Uh, he's known as Germs the Artist as well. Uh, so if you guys want, go look him up. Uh, he does commissions from time to time. Show him some love. He deserves it. He He deserves all of it to the world over. Super cool guy. Anyway, so I enter this hotel and, you know, I, I, I walk up. I'm like, hey, how much is it for a night? Do you guys have any openings right now that I can just, you know, stay into? 
And they're like, no, we're actually booked for the night. And there's really no other hotel that's super close by. Um, so, you know, I, I, I ask them like, Hey, do you guys mind if I like stay in the lobby then for a little bit? And the guy was like, Oh yeah, no, go ahead. No, no skin off our nose. A couple hours won't hurt. So, you know, I sit down, I, t- I take a nap here or there, you know, wake up just to make sure none of my stuff is getting stolen. And, uh, like four o'clock in the, in the morning, I think it was four thirty or something rolls around and I'm like, well, I, I better head off. I don't want to be a burden. The lady gives me a water bottle for the road. I, like they were just so nice. Everybody in Seattle was so nice. So I leave and I start asking for directions back to the, uh, to the station. Cause I was tired and, you know, groggy. And you know, this guy was like, oh yeah, just take this road down there and to the right. And, I got there no problem, sat down for like an hour, listened to some music from uh, Nate, you know, uh, I think it was the Havana cover that I listened to a few times over as I waited for the station to open, you know, so then, you know, I get into the station and a couple of guys come up and they're like, hey, do you have your ticket on you? You've been here for a while. And I show them my ticket and they see that my train is just coming for a while i told him you know i was supposed to be with a friend right now and all this other stuff and they were just so nice um but i take the train back my dad picks me up uh i think i spend the next night with uh ari as well and then uh we we kind of made the decision you know after that night you know we had uber eats in the morning and all that good stuff we kind of made the decision and kind of go our separate ways for a while and, you know, no hard feelings to, to either of us. You know, we, we just wanted to do different things, but, you know, I learned a lot from the three days I had, you know, I learned a lot about what I need to be in, you know, myself and what I like to be able to offer, you know, concise and, accurate information and, you know, uh, a sense of stability to any partners I have sexually, romantically or whatever. So that way, you know, there's no like misunderstood, you know, side between us. You know, I learned a lot about that from Ari and the experience I had that night and when, when I went to Seattle, I learned a lot about where I want to go with my life and where I want to move to because I want to go to Seattle area eventually. I think it's a very nice place. I don't really want to go main city because that's expensive. And, but, you know, somewhere around the area because it's just so nice and there's so much to do and it's a big open expanse of, you know, so much. And I feel like it would be a very humbling experience, you know, living out there. And it was just so nice. And then, you know, getting to see somebody not far from yourself, be up on stage, doing what you want, gives you a lot of passion and drive to do the things that you need to do. Uh, You know, I learned and took away so much from those nights and it, it just made me a much better, stabler person that I, I, I would not for the life of me trade today. It was a surreal, crazy experience being those 72 hours of no sleep, sex, rock and roll, all, all the good stuff. And then, you know, 
come to find out, uh, years later, I'm doing what I want to do. So, you know, it, it was a thing. Uh, again, if you guys want to send me stories or questions for advice, and maybe I'll talk about other stories from, you know, my past and things that I've done that have taught me lessons. Won't be super common. But, uh, yeah, send some questions in. Tweet me. Email me. Again, that's uh, William HRVL's Twitter, William Harvale on Facebook, and William Harvale Official at gmail.com. Uh, but, yeah, this has been Let's Talk Shit. Uh, if you want to find me, again, you know, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, my Instagram's also William Harvale. Everything that you need to know is right there at you. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And don't forget, I'm not your mom. But who knows if I'm your brother? Could be. Could not be. This was a shorter episode. I hope you guys liked it. Stay fucked. <laughs> or something or other. <laughs>